This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. Happy New Year. I'm really excited about today's guest, Jennifer Keeble. She's a success and well-being strategist all the way from Canada. We're live from Houston, Texas, as well as Canada. And today's talk is going to be all about strategies for success, industry challenges, a holistic approach to coaching and advice for aspiring leaders for those interested in starting their new business, becoming leaders, influencers, coaching as well. And it's going to be a fantastic discussion. Jennifer, welcome. Thank you so much. It's good to be with you, Christopher. Yeah. Um, so I love these uh, talks and I love just chatting with people on the cutting edge, people coming up with new strategies. Set the stage, talk about your experience and background and how you came to do what you're doing. Well, it's quite the story. So I'm going to try and see how I can cut it to make it fit our timing here. But I would say that throughout my life growing up, I was taught very strongly what success meant, right? And that had all to do with the external factors. So how much I made income-wise, how much I was able to save. It was my perceived responsibility by others. It was all of those external factors. And I chased that really hard because to me, success was the number one most important thing I thought at the time. And this caused me to work myself so hard that at 21 years of age, I burnt out for the first time hospitalized from the burnout. Then unfortunately, I didn't have the um, internal insight at the time and the introspection to really reflect on what caused um, that burnout that the doctors weren't even able to explain or really talk about at the time. And so I kept living in that same fashion, just pushing myself to the brims in terms of how much I could work, how much I could do, a very a lack of balance between my work life and personal life. But even on the home side, even though I was there, I wasn't taking care of myself. So again, seven years ago, I burnt out again. And that one was, although not hospitalized, felt much bigger than the first one. Mm. And the effects seemed to go for much longer. And so it was after that where I really shifted Mm -hmm. and retook a look at how I'm defining success. Mm -hmm. If I actually feel like a success while I'm achieving all these external factors. And the answer was no. I had achieved all the external success that I ever wanted and then some. And I was the least happy I'd ever been. And so that is when I really sat down, got serious with myself and just completely transformed my routines, how I was showing up, how I was prioritizing and what success actually meant to me. Mm. Yeah, really fascinating because 
like I said, you know, I, I had the same thing. I it's like I had the, you know, I had the job, the career, and just everything else that looked perfect, but inside I was like crumbling and was, you know, I was, you know, living my parents' life instead of my life. How did these experiences shape your approach to success and well-being? And what are you doing now? You're helping others, you know, kind of talk about that. Yes. So after that, I really redefined what does success mean to me? Mm. And what it means to me now is it's a feeling inside of my body. It has nothing to do with those external factors, although I'm still very driven and external factors in a sense are important. They're not the whole picture. So I use a holistic version now, right? So all those, those are part of the story. Now it's like, okay, well, how else do I thrive? I thrive when I'm moving my body and exercising regularly. So guess what? That's part of my everyday routine. And adventure allows me to thrive. So I go on that once a month adventure with my best friend and we don't allow anything else to get in the way. We book it out four weeks in advance so nothing else can interfere. So yes, right now I'm very strategic in terms of how I set up my days, my months, so that it feels good. Not just checking off the boxes, but I actually feel in tune with my body. I feel at ease. I feel excited and happy. And that's exactly what I help individuals as well as business teams achieve now. Because what I'm seeing is that there's actually this um, very heavy feeling that's happening in the corporate world. And that is, although the companies are chasing to have this crazy, beautiful impact on the world mm. and on society, their own team members are on the verge of burnout, are going mm. on stress leave or mental health leave. Mm -hmm. And there is more individuals going on mental health leave than ever before. In mm -hmm. fact, I've looked at recent statistics and it says here in Canada, 21% of employees are struggling with mental health challenges mm -hmm. and is costing employers $6.3 billion annually. Mm -hmm. And that's just Canada. Canada is a much smaller country people-wise compared to the United States. So you can imagine what those numbers might be in the United States. And so now I help organizations and teams to create existence where they have happy, healthy, thriving team members. Mm -hmm. Because when employees are showing up and they are happy, healthy, and thriving, they are incredibly more productive, more effective in their work. They have greater collaboration. And so I come in and I offer these monthly wellness workshops that are really an interactive experience that allow individuals to see how they are personally showing up or not showing up in these various aspects of their life, and then providing the tools and techniques to show up more mindfully so that we can achieve success in the long term, not just right now, but in the long term, right? So that includes our health. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, very powerful. And so kind of you know, piggybacking off those two is, you know, one thing is like my wife and I, we go to Vancouver every summer, you know, get away from the Texas heat. And, um, you know, like, like we were there last year and it was like people like in on Robson street and people are just honking and in a rush. And I was like, I was like, man, this reminds me of New York city. And I was like, mm. and if, uh, if, if it's happening in Canada, I think, you know, think about like, you know, where people are really laid back and just think about what, you know, the States are just like, you know, it's crazy. Um, here's here's another question I have. You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, we're very driven. And like this year, I vowed to just kind of, you know, do less. And this this feeling is like when I do less, it's like I feel like I have to do more. Like I feel like mm. I'm missing out. What What, what is that? Mm. Well, society has taught us to constantly be going, going, going. I feel it's almost become a competition, uh-huh. right? You see it on social media all the time. People are putting it on their Facebook page, on their Instagram <laughs> page, whatever it might be. It's like this competition to yeah. see who can be busier, <laughs> even though it doesn't feel good for all of us. And you talk yeah. to so many people and so many people want to slow down. They want to have more self-care. They want to have more time with their loved ones, but they keep rushing to the end. Oh. And so it's that fear of missing out, that fear of, oh my God, I'm Mm. one of the only ones doing it differently. Am Mm. I the one that's mistaken? Yeah. Right? Because when you see 98% of society doing things differently than you, you think you're supposed to follow the sheep, right? Follow the herd. Yeah. But in fact, the herd isn't doing it right. Yeah. It's really fascinating because, you know, in my younger years, I could go like 24 hours, you know, nonstop. And now it's like, now it's aging. It's like my energy and my concentration you know i'm pretty good like for first half and then after that it's just downhill and it's just like you know i gotta and but you know it's like you feel like oh man um i'm missing out on the viewers uh, i gotta post now because mm. you know otherwise i i've missed out on these viewerships and followers and it's just very it's very stressful so i just had you know just turn it off you know and i can connect to that so much i feel <laughs> like especially starting off as an entrepreneur it's really easy to get caught on that cycle right you look at all of the statistics and it's like oh if you post at this time of day and then if you do 10 minutes of engagement beforehand and then you do you know 20 to 60 <laughs> minutes after then you'll boost the algorithm and more people will see your things and you get so caught up in every single like in the exact <laughs> moment of posting everything but yeah. i know for me if i look back at my stats while I was doing that, because don't get me wrong, I did that for a while. <laughs> that didn't necessarily lead to higher clientele, to uh-huh. more income in my bank account. Uh-huh. What led to that for me is the in-person in- interactions, is getting out and speaking, is talking to people one-on-one, mm. right? But it's so easy to get caught up in the social media world. Even in LinkedIn, it's a more (laughs) professional version, but it's the same darn thing, right? And so I think it's the same thing. It's like, is this actually getting me the results that I want? Yes or no? Okay. So how can I dial this back? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, like I said, if it's like, you know, I kind of looked at just like, you know, the return on, you know, what you're doing and it's just like, like the 
biggest return is when the clients actually want to, you know, pay you and reach out and you're, you, you're getting in front of people and, you know, actually doing, you know, the rest is just kind of just marketing and, mm-hmm. you know, advertising. So, um, which brings me to this next question is this, um, you have, um, this whole holistic approach to coaching and it incorporates just psychological foundations, alternative healing, elaborate on this combination and why it's effective. Yeah. So it really comes down to my own style. So my entire life, I was taught to be a very logical, very strategic thinker. And what I only discovered, I would say probably seven years ago after I had that burnout is how heart centered of a human being I actually am. And that I am more heart-centered, what I've discovered now, versus what I was trained to be as that logical being. And so combining the two of them has actually been um, very effective, right? Because yes, we need logic in our everyday life to not just be busy, but to show up and do things strategically, yeah. right? To save that time, to work smarter versus harder. So that's where the logic and the strategy comes into play. And some examples of that would be um, my daily and my weekly planning, right? So every week I write down my top priorities for business and personal, right? Mm-hmm. It's important to include that personal in there, not just the business or the personal goes by the wayside. What yeah. we don't schedule doesn't happen. So make sure to include the personal in there. And then each day I prioritize, from one to eight, my top eight priorities. And I don't move on to number two until after I finish number one, or else it's really easy to get caught up in the just doing for the sake of doing, right? Like for example, social media, for example. (laughs) So that's the logical side that I bring in, but the more heart-centered or more holistic approach that I bring in is those areas that allow you to drop into your body. This is the part that actually allows me to feel like a success in my body. So the first thing that actually kickstarted that for me was meditation. I had heard about meditation for years, but didn't really think twice about it, to be quite honest. And when I did start thinking about it, I also told myself I didn't have time to do it, right? I was too busy. Well, I've more recently or since then heard a quote that says, if you don't have time to meditate for 10 minutes a day, that means you need to meditate for 60 minutes a day, right? (laughs) Because that means you need it for your stress management that much more. So I've started meditating and I meditate every single day. Mm -hmm. And What I have loved about that is I've noticed beautiful shifts in how I show up in my everyday interactions. So I used to be incredibly stressed out because I was so go, go, go and didn't have any of these stress management techniques that I was reactive to the people who I loved most, right? right? To my husband, to my dear young children. And it drove me crazy because I know that they don't deserve that and that they didn't deserve that. But when I started meditating consistently, and I would say I really noticed a difference four months in, Mm -hmm. is that I was no longer reactive. I actually could witness my own thoughts, choose the response I wanted, and then calmly go about that. And so to me, that has been such a beautiful gift. It also has dropped down the anxiety in my body. You know, the heart doesn't race as fast. I just feel more calm. I've been able to sleep way better. The quality of my sleep has increased drastically. So meditation is one of those. Intentional breathing, right? So oftentimes I'll make sure I have a few minutes between each meeting, not back to back, so that I can just release and let go. 
And so it's these intentional type activities, journaling, I'm huge into journaling and not from the form of just what's, you know, what's on my mind. It's like, what, what is bothering me and what can I learn from this? Mm. Right. It's using it as a tool to show up even more effectively. So these are some of the, I'm going on a little bit, but these are some of the holistic strategies that I really bring into my own daily life as well as into my clients. Yeah. Yeah, I love that dropping into your body, listening to your body, having like a one former guest, you know, he does like he just like these one to two minute mental check in and he calls calls them uh, calibrations. And okay. just like throughout the day and as he's tired or just kind of, you know, he's off center, he can help him center himself and be more effective for the latter part. You know, kind of uh, talking about industry challenges, you know, you've, you've incorporated this, this really fascinating holistic tools, and you've had a significant career in male dominated industries. You know, what challenges did you face as um, uh, underrepresented in this field? How do you navigate these for the uh, female and uh, underrepresented individuals listening to our live stream? Yeah. Well, and it was a very under, uh, I was one of the very few women because I was in construction. Mm. And so it's a very male dominated industry. And yeah. the first role that I was in, I would be one of the only females that was on the job site. Yeah. And, you know, at first it was quite an intimidating feeling, mostly because it wasn't that the same group of men that I knew I was walking onto new job sites yeah. each time. So that felt uncomfortable because in some of those situations, it was me being looked at in a, not a professional manner, right? And so in those moments, it really was important for me to connect down to myself mm -hmm. and remind myself that I am not how somebody else might perceive me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if somebody else perceives me perhaps in a sexual manner versus in the business setting that I am standing there in, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is on them and how they're showing up in this world. Oh, yeah. That has nothing to do with me or the value that I have to bring. And so it's really important to have that mindfulness. And, you know, we can't control the first thoughts that we have, because mm -hmm. sometimes it would be a limiting thought that would show up for me. But then what I chose to do with that thought was really important. The next job that I had there was more females because I was more in the interior construction versus building entire buildings from the ground up. Mm -hmm. um, so there was a lot of designers and there would be a few female engineers. Um, oftentimes in those positions, it was just assumed by the men, oh, you're a designer. No, actually, I'm the project manager and I am managing you and making sure that you're showing up and doing things the way that I expect. Mm. And it took a while. There was a pushback by a number of individuals, a lot of older men than me, right? So not only am I a female, I'm also younger in a construction world. Some of them had challenges with that. And there was a lot of pushback. But when I continued to show up with that confidence, even if I had to fake it till I make it, right, it really showed them a different level of respect for me versus just backing down and pretending that I'm not as on an equal plane as them. And so I think that's really important is don't let others tell you how to show up or how to feel about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. You know, the, also the previous guest, you, he was talking about, you know, getting over yourself and just, it's not about you and, you know, kind of the way people talk about you and perceive you, that's their thing, you yeah. know, and, um, you know, again, what people, I can think of one of the 
good sayings is what people think of you or uh, is is none of our business so you right know. yeah and how they talk about us has everything to do with them yeah and not with us because yeah. they're putting their own filter on it yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i love that uh, rounding it out for listeners who are aspiring to step up in their personal personal lives you know they, they're struggling with self-doubt imposter syndrome you know that's very common among mm-hmm. um so what advice do you give them to help them rediscover their self-worth and inner connection yeah journaling 100 <laughs> journaling first of all it's recognizing though that if you're experiencing imposter syndrome it's because you are challenging yourself mm. right mm-hmm. you are putting yourself in environments where you are being challenged yeah otherwise you would never have that comparison mm-hmm. right and so that is a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing to actually feel that imposter syndrome because you've put yourself in an opportunity to grow mm. and so when you shift your own perspective to see the imposter syndrome as an opportunity to grow and to embrace it and get curious about it it's like okay yeah you think i'm not good enough well, let's explore all the reasons why I am good enough. What yeah. do I have to, what value do I have to bring to this? And literally ask yourself those questions yeah. and then respond. And when you're responding in your journal, don't even think about it in your head first. Just put the pen to paper and just start writing and see what comes out. And I promise you, you will be surprised. Yeah. But if you try and think about your answer first and then strategically write the answer mm-hmm. then there's no point in journaling you might as well just keep it up here but the thing is keeping it up here is not working that well for you so let's try <laughs> let's yeah. just try showing up and journaling without expectation yeah yeah very powerful uh, i always love these gut checks you tune in and kind of how you how you're feeling and just you know i i i feel like an imposter a lot of times too. And then it's good to know that, you know, that's a signal that, you know, you're challenging yourself and your beliefs. Um, absolutely. How can people find out more about you and the work that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So they can go to my website. It's jenniferkeeble.com. It's just J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-K-E-A-B-L-E.com. And they'll see um, there's tools on there. So if you want to access some of my tools that I have to offer, some of those resources, absolutely. They're free to download or to use. Um, If you want to schedule a call and just have a chat, we can do that too. If you're an organization and you want to find out how to bring greater wellness to your team, how to allow them to become more effective, there's information on there as well. Yeah, lots of lots of resources and testimonials. Check me out. I'm I'm friendly. I love to say hi. Reach out anytime. Yeah. And for all the audience out there listening, Jennifer, for coming on and wishing everybody a successful new year. And be sure to check out all her links in the resources, follow her on socials. Uh, and with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.